Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a sh. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Hank Haney and Minnesota Tim Porochka here with you today. And uh, Minnesota Tim, how you doing? Hank, I'm doing great. Um, it was 37 degrees yesterday in Minnesota. Today it's 36. It is just boiling. <laughs> It is boiling. Oh, I, love, I always love the Minnesota weather. I'm report. frying oh, eggs boy, on the oh, sidewalk. Boy. It's so hot. Oh, oh my man. gosh, it's crazy. Jeez. Oh, oh man, you know I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm heading to Las Vegas and uh, going to be uh, playing in, in a little uh, a little charity pro am uh, today, which is a you know big deal. I haven't I you know what I have not golfed in like. I've not golfed 18 holes in well over a year. How about that? Are you feeling the pressure? No, I'm not feeling the pressure because it's a it's a charity pro am thing. So, uh, you know, and if I don't play or you know, I don't, I can always coach my group around a little bit. But the reason I haven't played is that I had, you know, I last February, so a year ago, I had back surgery. So my back was terrible before that. So I was out of action before the surgery. Then clearly I was out of action after the surgery. And then by the time my back really started feeling good, I mean, I played a, a few holes here and there, but I never played 18. Then, then my back started actually getting better. 
And then I had my knees replaced in uh, November. So I mean, I've, I, this has been a it's been a year that uh, I'm uh, you know been out of action. So I hit, I hit a few balls at uh, Arizona Country Club the other day, getting ready for for my uh, charity pro am, and uh, not bad. But I, you know, I was launching some drivers out there. I thought I hit them pretty good. I'm, I keep getting the rangefinder out, deal, trying to laser, trying to see how far I'm hitting these, and I'm thinking, true man, is that all I got? <laughs> you want me to do a little analysis <laughs> of your swing? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I get my swings okay, but my speed is a little, uh, a little suspect with the after back surgery and the, you know, that, the knees and oh man, boy, oh boy. But um, you know, maybe I'll be okay. Who knows? We'll 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 see how it goes. I'll give you I'll give you give you a report. But anyway, I got that going on. Uh, but I want to talk about today about the uh, uh, a little bit about the tour. You mentioned yesterday about how you know, there's a reason you think Patrick Reed is so good for the uh, PGA Tour. I happen to think he's good for the PGA Tour too. I, I think they need to have you know a, a little something going on. You know more. And uh, it's one of the reasons that there's all this talk about this premier golf league. And I've been doing a lot of research on that. There was a big uh, podcast out that the uh, CEO, this Andy Gardner, who, you know, people didn't even know who this guy was. Well, he's the CEO of this uh, premier golf league. He was on a podcast, an hour and 26 minute interview, this Rick Shields podcast. It's posted on jeffshackford.com. So I want to get into I want to get into that. I, I've got a bunch of notes I can you know because I've kind of deciphered the whole thing. If you don't want to listen to the whole thing, I can share with you my my thoughts on that because I'm I'm fired up about this uh, Premier Golf League. I hope at least it it causes something to change on the PGA Tour because the PGA Tour needs something. They, they need a, a they need something. Now you 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 think Reed's great for the tour? Why is that? Well, Hank, it seems to be. Uh... I was thinking about this earlier. He seems to be a player from another athlete, a player from a different sport playing golf. It seems like the NFL always has players um, in controversies, always calling themselves the greatest quarterback of all time, the greatest running back of all time. Joel Embiid from the 76ers just called himself the best player on the planet uh, in the NBA. And then he just got destroyed, just destroyed against the Milwaukee Bucks, the best team in the Eastern Conference. And Patrick Reed is doing the same thing in golf. And and now people are and people question it in golf all the time. Patrick Reed calls himself great, calls himself a top five player. And for whatever yeah, reason that was way back when he won in, at the the first WGC of any one. Which was the they call it the the Mexico one because it was Doral before it was Mexico and that's the one that he won that was years ago when he said that but he's inching his way there he's up to eighth now in the world but, right uh, you, you think it's a big thing that uh, you have a guy that's got a little controversy to him yeah why not I mean I understand that golf's a gentleman's game and that's how it conducts itself but it's okay to have a little rap music and Patrick Reed's like the rap guy coming into the golf he just he's just different he plays different he talks different he's just a completely different player on the pga tour he draws eyes because he's a guy that players like to root against yeah a lot a lot of people people in mexico were cheering for him do you think they're just cheering for him because he won or you think they're cheering for him just to be polite or do you think they're I mean, what do you think people? What do you think people think the, about Patrick Reed out there on the golf course? Well, I know there weren't people waiting in the clubhouse to, to shake his hand afterwards. 
You know, there weren't there weren't players lining up giving him hugs and handshakes as he walked into the clubhouse. And just, Justin Thomas hugged him up on the 18. Yeah, I saw that, but you know, I mean, they were they're like uh, you know their uh, Presidents Cup and Ryder Cup teammates. I did. I mean, see I, that, I think yeah. I think they know he's different. You know, I mean, I I, I want I wonder what uh, you know. I mean, you now he's he's teammates with Kepka too, and but I'm sure they're not going to be having like going out for. Uh, dinner him and Kepka anytime soon after his comments of course Reed doesn't go out to dinner with anybody that's why his nickname's table for one but um you think table for one's good I, I kind of agree with you I do too it's just he's just an interesting player he's somebody to follow if you ask me 25 years from now who I will remember Patrick Reed or this Van Buren guy who finished whatever second or third it's, it's Van Roy. It's Van Royen. You're as bad as me with the name. Van Royen. Eric, okay. Eric Van Royen. Wow. I mean, that's I mean, come on. Patrick Reed's won the Masters. Eric Van Royen's just trying to get on the PJ Tour. I mean, that, that, that's a bad example. Right. Well, still, Patrick Reed's a memorable player. I don't yeah. Know. Well, he is. I mean, there's no there's no doubt about it. He, he you know, and, and uh, like you said yesterday, he's likely headed to the Hall of Fame. You know, he's he's a couple wins away, one more major. I mean, and you know, I wouldn't put it by him. The guy's a gutsy player. I mean, he's a ballsy player. They're just, it's just, there's no two ways about it. I mean, it just isn't. He's not phased by anything. And you know, in his mind, it's him against the world, and he he's, he hasn't done anything you know wrong. That well, I mean, he did something wrong. He got the penalty at Bahamas, but he doesn't feel you know. Hey, I wasn't trying to build sandcastles, as Kepka said, or any of that other stuff. I mean, it, I, I think you you have to have difference. I mean, there. And people accuse the PGA Tour, but like a lot of these guys are like robots, and it's pretty accurate, you know. Right, they're so dry. I mean, it really is. Yeah, I know. I mean, Reed's not. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. I agree. Maybe that's you know this. There's something that needs to be done uh, different about the PGA Tour. I mean, I, I don't think they can just keep going on like they're going on. Uh, this Premier Golf League deal has got a lot of, of, of momentum, and there's a lot of, of great ideas that they've got with it. If you listen to this CEO, this uh, Gardner guy, and by the way, this Andy Gardner, who, who is uh, is like the CEO of this Premier Golf League, which is this new startup league that they're trying to get going. That's you know, I mean, they say they'd like to you know, work in conjunction with the PGA Tour and the European Tour, but there's no doubt about it. This is a, a you know, a hostile takeover attempt of, of their uh, premier players because what they're talking about is, is they're talking about 18 tournaments. They're talking about uh, having uh, top 48 players and they're going to have a, a team format to it. So there's 12 four-man teams. And there's going to be guys kind of rotating in and out and when guys are hurt or, or uh, you know, guys maybe step up and play good and they get brought in. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's it's a, a, a whole different concept. They're playing 18 events, three-day events only, no cut, which, by the way, the WGC Mexico tournament had a nice leaderboard. And, you know, Typically, those WGC events do have nice leaderboards. It's kind of like the Masters. The Masters has a great leaderboard. But the Masters has a very small field. And when you take out all the senior guys that won you know, at Augusta years ago and you get rid of all them, 
and you get rid of the amateurs that you know qualified because they won the Pacific, you know, uh, whatever uh, amateur, or they won the U.S. amateur, the mid amateur, or they're a runner up in the U.S. amateur, or they won the British amateur, or whatever the you know they they won. Uh, to get in there, I mean, those guys aren't going to likely do anything at all. You take 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 all those guys out, and you got a very short field. Well, it's it's one of the reasons that the leaderboard's always great is because there's really just great names there, and it's a short field. Well, that's the concept with the the Premier Golf League. They're going to have the best players playing, and everybody clearly you know, that's a fan of the game. And this this uh, you know Andy Gardner the the CEO of this Premier Golf League said, you know, listen, we're fans first. And he's talking about his organization. And he says, if if the fans and the players don't think that this concept that we have is good for the game, then it won't happen. But if it is good for the game, then it 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 should happen. And it it could happen. And there's a chance, you know, I think there's a chance as we sit here right now that that it actually will happen. Now, this is all coming to a head pretty quick because they're they're public now. They've been laying back in the weeds. They haven't, you know, had any uh, talk about this. But now they've come out and the players, they've met with the players. They've met with the players' agents. They've talked to them all. And they're really getting the word out. And, and they're, you know, looking for... They're looking for guys to say, they haven't asked anybody to give us an answer yet, but they're looking for guys to come up and say, hey, you know, uh, you know, do you want to, are you in or out? And obviously there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that's going on with, with all the best players. I think we all know that, you know, from what Rory said, he's, he's not in, but I don't count that as a, as a, he's totally out either. I think that means that if everybody else is in, Rory's going to have to be in. And he said, he really said that as much. He said, listen, I'm, I'm out, but, uh, and I don't like it because he doesn't want to be told where he has to play 18 weeks. Uh, but he also kind of made it clear that, that, uh, if, if everybody else is in, then I'm going to have to reconsider because he wants to play against the best, best players in the world. I also think it's it's pretty obvious from what everybody has has talked about is that you know if you're looking for guys that are in and uh, that Mickelson is in now Mickelson's not even in the top 48 but I think there's something they're going to do with like they're going to have 40 guys and then eight guys are going to get you know kind of picked and Mickelson with his status would obviously get picked and he would he would with his status in the game would be a team captain and he would like you know, have a kind of a, a legacy going forward of, of the, the having the you know the team captain. I think it's got a lot of great concepts. I mean, I just I just really do, and I you know they played for they would play for a lot of money. It would take care of the better players in the game a lot better than they're taking care of now. I mean, I've said this many times. I think that the top players in golf are not compensated correctly, and especially Tiger Woods, the most underpaid athlete I think in the world, for what he's done for the sport of golf. And the revenues for the PGA Tour and, and to think that he only makes money if he plays good or wins a tournament or makes a cut, it's just it's kind of crazy when you think about how much money he's brought to the to the tour. And so, so this whole whole concept of the, uh, the Premier Golf League is something that you know a lot, a lot of people are looking at. They're talking about having a team concept, which is is 
something that is is different and people love team i mean they like you know tim you like you know you like you like the Ryder cup you like the president's cup i mean you get this you know people like this kind of team competition thing right um but what kind of questions do you have about it what what do you what are, what are your thoughts on it well one of the, i watched about an hour of that hour and 26 minute interview with those with the with the podcast okay. with gardner yeah and yeah one of the absolute there were two things that stood out to me one okay. is the fact that he's been working on this for six years and he's kept it a secret for that long. That, that's pretty incredible. Um, and what he's done, what he's done, let me interrupt you, is he's, he's, he's taken this concept around to, to all kinds of people and nobody has told him he's crazy. You know, he, he keeps bringing that up, that point up. And they've got 60 investors. And that's another thing that, you know, people are, you got to look at I mean, you got a lot of money behind this thing. Now there's talking about how the, the, this rain group is a big, you know, backer and, and, you know, there's, there's also Saudi money and, you know, the rumor is a billion dollars of Saudi money. And, you know, people are, are, some people are up in arms about that. Um, but I, you know, they've, they've got, they don't just have a couple sponsors. They got a lot of sponsors. And, they, you know, according to this, uh, Andy Gardner, the CEO, I mean, they've got plenty of money to, to run a first class operation to make this happen. It's just a question. They just have to get, get players. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. Right. And then the second thing that stood out to me, Hank, was this team concept that you, uh, were mentioning, um, he wants this is this guy, this Andy Gardner. He's obviously a hardcore golf fan, or he wouldn't be creating this league. But he thinks like a casual fan. He's trying to create emotion in the game, and golf doesn't have much emotion. He mentioned on the podcast, he said, If I had my choice, if we get this thing going, I would pair Rory versus Brooks Kepka every single time because that's what the fan wants to see. He is trying to create rivalries. He is trying to create emotions. He is trying to get one team versus another. And he, he just seems to understand that in in uh, 2020, the fan doesn't want to watch four all-day tournaments. They want to watch three days, 54 holes. It's just It seems to be the direction that golf needs to go in. And he is going all in on it. And, and I love it. It's just I, I love what Andy Garner is doing. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it too. All right, let's let's take a little break. I I got some more thoughts on this when we come back on the Hank Any podcast. We'll hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... 
We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so I, I got a whole list, Tim, of, of stuff that I, you know thought about and wrote down when when I was, uh, you know, listening to this uh, Andy Gardner from the Premier Golf League, and I've talked to a bunch of people, done a lot of research on this. Uh, there's a couple a couple things. I'm just going to randomly go through stuff. One thing is, is that you mentioned about Kepka playing against Rory and the best, you know, that people want to see the best players play against one another. I mean, this is something that's universal with golf fans. They want to see the best players play against the best players more often. I mean, you have that in in, in other sports, and you, you don't really have it very much in golf. I mean, they, you know, they're playing in, in Europe. They're playing in Asia. They're playing in the United States. They're playing in the Middle East. They're all over the place. And once in a while, they get together. They get together for the four majors, and then you get together for the four majors, and what happens? Uh, they have cuts, and and some of the best players don't even make the cut, and guys really get paired up. Like, like I remember when I was, you know, coaching on the tour, and I was coaching Tiger, and and everybody was dying to see Tiger go with go against Phil. Well, it hardly ever happened. It just hardly ever happened that they were both playing in the same tournament, and both of them happened to be playing well. It just it wasn't a matchup that that happened. If you have this this premier golf league, you're going to have that matchup all the time. Guys are going to play a shotgun start, so everybody's on the golf course at the same time. I mean, they'll pair them together. You know, now the PGA Tour does this. You know, they've changed it a little bit now. They don't. They. they I don't think they tell you they did this, but forever what they did was just a blind draw. They had all the players in like three different categories or four different categories. Like there was tournament winners, okay, and they're in a category. And then they had, you know, top players that weren't tournament winners. And then they had players who had, you know, were just kind of just on the tour. And, and anyway, they would group together in those groups. So so Tiger wouldn't be playing with a guy that was his first year on tour in rounds one or two. So he'd be playing with with other winners. But one of the things that that is is bad about the PGA Tour, frankly, is is the fact that they have a cut. 
I mean, that's a bad thing. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, my father used to take me to the Western Open in Chicago and we'd you know, get the newspaper out on Friday and we'd look at all the players playing and I'd say, okay, you know, I'd love to go watch this guy or I'd love to go watch that guy. My dad used to, you know, watch all these old timers and, he, you know, he liked Julius Boros and Billy Casper and, you know, I mean, you know, let's go follow this guy. And, you know, this guy grew up in his hometown, so he wanted to go follow this guy. And we had this whole list. But we, we could go on Saturday because my father worked. So we'd go on Saturday. And on Saturday, I mean, some of the guys that we wanted to see weren't even there because they'd missed the cut. I mean, that's not a good thing, guy. You know, when 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 people buy a ticket to a, a, a game, I mean, you want to know – Who's playing, right? I mean, like, like Tim, look at the NBA when these guys do these, you know, what do they do? The, the load management. Load management. Yeah. What about that? That doesn't work. You know, people get pissed, right? Right. Absolutely. I mean, when that's, yeah, like you mentioned, you, you, you had, when your father and you went out to a golf tournament, you want to see the best players. It's the same thing in the NBA. Or, or players you like, you know, right. I mean, players you like. Yeah. Right. I mean, if, if, if you're a Minnesota Timberwolves fan like I am, and let's say I had a wife just for, just for laughs, let's just say I had a oh wife and then I had Is a kid. Going to happen, you think? Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We're moving forward. We're on to Cincinnati. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to right. Oh man, but when anyway, you're moving on to Cincinnati, yeah, you're right. Bill Belichick moving on to Cincinnati. That means the last one didn't work out. We're on oh, to Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, oh, had, a, she boy, had a terrible okay. swing anyway. Screw her. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing around. Uh, anyway, right, okay. so let's say I had a wife, okay, and I had a kid. Yeah, and moving I went, on to Cincinnati. And I brought that kid to a Minnesota Timberwolves game, and we wanted to. Go oh watch God, it. you've already got a kid. Too? Yeah, I got, got a wife and a kid. Jeez, wow. Oh man. Things you're move really, fast. You're really dreaming. Things move fast in this imagination. Jeez. Oh, okay. Right. Anyway, boy or girl, you got. Uh, I got you a, I, either one. A little boy, little Tim Jr. Oh, little boy. Yeah. Jeez, okay. Uh, yeah, you anyway. got a second one. You got a house yet? A white picket fence. Two point three kids. You got the whole thing. Yeah, we got a house in the country. I just finished mowing the lawn earlier. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Go get to your point. All right. Anyway, so you're taking them to a Timberwolves game. So we're taking them to a Timberwolves game. And let's say yeah. they're playing the Clippers and Kawhi Leonard's in town and he doesn't play. Like That, that ruins the experience. Yeah. So, yeah. Your load management, your load management uh, example doesn't really apply to the Timberwolves, does it? Right. Yeah, it doesn't. Timberwolves <laughs> suck. Yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> Okay, but even but in my they're imagination, cool. they're terrible. So. Okay, but Kawhi Leonard, yeah, that's a good point. You don't you want to see him? You want to see him play? Okay, well, same thing with the PJ Tour. You want to see the guys play, and they're not even there. They missed the cut, or they didn't play to begin with. Right. I mean, look at this. Look at this week at the Honda Classic. I mean, there's so many. You know, they got what? They got one player in the top ten or something, or two or whatever they got. Not much. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's just not good. I mean, they, they got to admit they got issues they got too many damn tournaments the season runs on forever and you know the the premier golf league's talking about starting in january ending in august end of august that's it and then you miss it you miss it like you do other sports you know 18 tournaments the nfl has as you know 16 weeks of games plus the playoffs they're talking about going to 17 weeks plus the playoffs i mean it, you know if you had 18 weeks uh, of premier golf league plus the four majors it's 22 weeks uh, the NFL is going to be 17 weeks uh, of counting. You know that that's what they're going to try to get to is 17 weeks, and then they're going to and then they have the playoffs after that and the Super Bowl. That's pretty much the same. It'd be pr- pretty much like 22 weeks, which which is just what the the Premier Golf League and the majors would be. And then what happens when the season ends? You miss it. 
You know, you, you can't wait for it to start again. When baseball ends, you can't wait for, you know, baseball fans can't wait for spring training to start. You know, NBA fans can't wait for, you know, training camp to start. Golf just goes on and on and on and on and on. It never ends. It, it, and I don't think it's I don't think it's good. I don't think it's healthy. I know it's not healthy for the players. Players don't like it. They don't get to rest. They don't get time to work on their games like they should. Well, if they want to make changes, they don't rest their body. Uh, they don't get to rest their mind. I mean, they, they feel like they need to play because, like, like Justin Rose said, he said, "I feel like every year I start off if I and I don't play till the farmers insurance, and I'm already like so many points behind on all these, you know, FedEx Cup points and everything. I'm so many points behind before the I've even got going." It there's a lot of things that could be could be fixed, and what happened was. Is this this Andy Gardner and his whole you know Premier Golf League deal? They got together and they said, okay, if you were starting over, if we were starting the whole tour over, the PGA Tour over, and and by the way, this isn't the first time that you know this has kind of happened because you know the PGA Tour used to be run by the PGA of America and they broke away from the PGA of America. And this is you know back in the day with you know Jack and Arnie and they broke away and then they became the PGA Tour. Uh, so, so there's been a reset, reset before, but their whole premise was okay. If you were just starting over, what would, what would, what would you do? What would be the best thing to do? Uh, and you know, having the stars play against more often against the better players would be a big thing. Uh, and you know, and making sure they're there the whole time. I mean, why, why have a cut? I mean, what, what if, what if you you bought a ticket to an NBA game? Okay. And LeBron James, you know, only scored eight points in the first half. So that means he had to sit out the second half. He didn't get to watch him. I mean, that's how that's how stupid this whole cut thing is, you know? I mean, because a lot of people, when they go there, they don't care what he's shooting. They don't care how many points LeBron James has made. They just want to watch him play. A lot, you know, if, if Ricky Fowler's not on the lead in the tournament, it doesn't mean – that somebody that's a fan of his that's showing up there on Saturday doesn't want to still watch him. You know, they'd like, they still want to watch him and they want to watch him play a good round of golf. And by the way, he's also playing on a team, quote unquote, with four players on it. And even though he isn't play, didn't play great the first two days, his team is, is a team you're rooting for. And, you know, you want to see him play good on Sunday so that his team does good. And it's got a lot of great, great concepts to it. This team thing is, is is interesting. They're talking about having, you know, eventually they would. I, I could, you can kind of envision. I mean, because they were talking about it with this uh, Andy Gardner, the uh, the CEO. They're talking about like, okay, would they they have team uniforms? And I mean, I could see guys, you know, each team having their own kind of uniform and and you know wearing similar things and you know, they asked him too what what you know can, this was a question they asked him on that that uh a podcast they said well will the play, i don't you know this is a random question but will the players wear shorts and he said he said they can wear whatever they want to wear he said in this day and age telling them that they can't wear shorts isn't that a little and it is it's just it's just backwards i mean that's just it's just you know i mean you could be a traditionalist you know i love to see them in pants i love it but I mean, it's, come on, it's 2020, you know, it's a hundred and something degrees outside. Everybody who plays golf plays in shorts. And yet the tour is, you know, out there sweltering, playing in long pants. You know, now they finally changed it where they can play in shorts on the practice round. Just, just, 
ideas that just don't make sense that they do it just because that's a way they've always done it. I mean, to me, those are just kind of, you know, ideas that need to go by the wayside, to be honest with you. Another, another thing to consider is that the sponsors, I mean, they're not, you know, they're asking these sponsors to pay a lot of money on the PGA tour. Now, could you imagine being a sponsor and you have no idea who's going to come play in your tournament? You're sponsoring the tournament. You're paying for the, you know, your sponsorship is paying for, well, I mean, the the fans to come, but it's also really paying for the television is what it's doing. It's underwriting the television. And 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 you don't know, you don't know if anybody's gonna come play in your tournament that anybody wants to watch on television. Can you imagine that? The Honda Classics, the perfect yeah. example. Yeah, yeah. Honda's a great sponsor. They've been a sponsor forever. And now they got their tournament going and they got, uh, you know, nobody there. You know, Kepka. That's what right. they got. And you would think it'd be a good spot in the schedule with a great area. And because of the fact that it's in Tigers and Rory's and Roms and all these guys' backyards. Yeah, I mean, Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas, uh, Tiger, and Rory can can sleep at home and play in the Honda Classic and they're not. Now, right. if you're a sponsor, you don't think this thing's not broken. You're a sponsor of the of the uh, PGA Tour, uh, Honda Motor Cars, and y- you know you, you think, man, this is going to be great. Justin Thomas, Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy—they all live here. There's no way they're not going to play in our tournament. None of them are playing, <laughs> and and yet everything's fine with the PGA Tour. It's all good. And then you know you got Ricky Fowler out there, and, and you got you know Brooks Koepka. What if they miss the cut? What are you gonna? What do you? What do you got then on the weekend? You got nothing, is what you got. You got a whole bunch of nothing, and everybody's you know all these guys are great and promote the young guys, and I, I get it. But go down the list. Go down the world ranking list, and, and I, where where do you? How far do you get before you get like like you know I, I, I I'm you know I'm not interested. It's not very far, Tim. I mean, it's not very far. Just the other week, Hank, I told you I went to the PGA Tour Superstore. Yeah, and I interviewed. Um, I didn't record it because they didn't want to be on a record, but I have it in my mind. I took two players um, from the top 10, two players from 10 to 20, two players from 30 to 40, and two players from 40 to 50. I took their picture from Google. I asked them who they thought they were, and they got about 50%, 40% of those guys right. Really? Yeah. And, 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 who, and they were who easy. Are the, who were the guys? Who were the guys? It was so they easily got Tiger Woods. One of them called Justin Thomas Jordan Spieth. So they got that one wrong. Okay. Um, they called uh, Shane Lowry, Paul Lowry, and Mark Leishman. They, they didn't get him right. He won the Open Championship last year, and they didn't get him right. Um, they they did one. Some of them got Danny Willett right, and some of them didn't. He was a Masters champion. Um, he was ranked like thirty something in the world. And then I did like an Andrew Landry, uh, Victor Perez, some guys that they would have no idea just to get it, just to get them to get it wrong. But they're still in the top fifty of the world. They're still top fifty players on the world golf rankings. So I mean, it, they had no idea who some of these guys were. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. Well, there's a lot, I think there's a lot of good stuff, and there's I, I got some more uh, little tidbits from this uh, podcast and all my research on this premier golf league I want to get into. We'll take one more break. I hear from our sponsors, including Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. If you've got aches and pains, uh, arthritis pain, 
back pain. You know, 50% of all working Americans report that they have back pain at least once a year. Uh, 54 million Americans have arthritis pain. Everybody gets muscle soreness when you work out or exercise. And you've probably tried pain relief creams in the past. And uh, I don't know if they've worked or not. Most likely they haven't. Uh, but if you'll try Voodoo pain relief cream, you'll get, you'll get some results. It's a patented formula. It's not like any other product. And uh, the testimonials are incredible. Go on the website and check it out, voodoopainrelief.com. You can also go on the website and get a free two-week supply. So we can't do better than that. And the reason that we do that is because you know, we know that when people try it, they're going to like it and it's going to help them. So free two-week supply, voodoopainrelief.com. We'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something's always going on The picture is never quite the same Yet I found a soothing sound And change, and change, and change, and change. 
Okay, so Tim, some of the others, you listened to that podcast too. Uh, it was Rick Shields' uh, podcast, and it, it, it's on uh, jeffshackford.com if you want to go on there and, and, and check it out. And Jeff Shackford has been on top of this story. Actually, he's the one that broke the story that really kind of forced uh, the Premier Golf League's hand and Andy Gardner, who's the the, uh, the CEO of this this proposed league uh he's a, jeff shackford's the one that kind of forced them out into the open and and talking about it and everything because they were just kind of trying to be behind the scenes with them they've been like you said they've been working on this for six years but they've all been behind the scenes and and jeff shackford got the the word out that hey this is this is something that might happen these guys are talking about this and now you know, all of a sudden they're they're doing podcasts and they're doing interviews and they've meeting with players that they had all the uh, uh, main agents for all these players and seven players met at the uh, uh, Riviera at the Genesis Open. They all met one night and they got the spiel and heard about it. And you know, it's it's hard to tell who's in and who's out. Rory says he's out. Tiger's non-committal right now, as you would expect. Phil's non-committal, but le- has leaned more towards you know he's in, and I think people feel like he he might be in, and I think it's a collective deal. I, I think it's one of these deals where either they're all going to kind of go, or they're they're not. I mean, like I look down the list and I think, well, okay. I mean, who? How big is the list really that they need to convince? I mean, Tiger's the main thing. And I don't know how they're going to work it out with him because he's not going to play 18 tournaments and four majors. He's not going to play 22 weeks. But I'm sure with Tiger, even though the Andy Gardner, the uh, CEO, said that they're very firm on the 18 weeks, I'm sure they would come with whatever rules they need to come with for Tiger. But you got Rory McIlroy. You got Kepka, You got John Rahm. Now, you know, Rory says he's he's out right now. But if everybody else is in, he's in. Uh, Kepka, I don't think he likes to play a lot anyways. I think he'd like to play bigger games for more money, uh, fewer weeks. I, 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 I would be surprised if he's not an in. Rom, I don't, I don't know where he would stand, but I, I think he's, he would follow the group. Uh, Justin Thomas, I, you know, I'd, I'd be surprised if, if he wasn't, you know, in or at least following the group. Dustin Johnson, same thing. Uh, Cantley, I don't, you know, I mean, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what what he would do, but I mean, if if everybody else is in, he's in. Adam Scott at this point in his career, I, and what things that he said, I would think he would be in. And you got Tiger, obviously, and then you got you know guy in Justin Rose. But here's the interesting thing: Tiger, Justin Rose, Gary Woodland, the U.S. Uh, you know, uh, Open champion Matt Kuchar. These are these guys are all represented by Steinberg, Tiger's agent, and his in his company. Well, you would think if you get you know that the package deal right there, you know that's a big get. You got to get that agency, and then you're you're kind of in. Then there's a couple other key agencies too. You know, Patrick Reed, he was at the meeting. Uh, DeChambeau was at the meeting, and then you know that they had, uh, you know, and and I think Justin Thomas was at the meeting. I just, I, you know, it's not they don't need to convince forty eight people. I mean, I don't think they have to go convince Matthew Fitzpatrick or, or you know, uh, Kevin Na or Abraham Answer or uh, Danny Willett or Kevin Kisner or, or Ches Reby or Terrell Hatton or 
you know, uh, Cameron Smith or Victor Perez or Billy Horschel. I don't think they need to convince those guys. Tony Fina. I don't think they need to convince those guys of anything. If they say Kepka's in, Justin Thomas is in, Dustin Johnson's in, Adam Scott's in, uh, Tiger's in. I mean, all those guys are coming. Justin Rose is in. All the, all those other guys are coming. I mean, I think that's that's the, the 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 bottom line. I don't think this is not you know like it sounds like. How are you going to get forty eight guys to do this? You don't have to get forty eight guys. You need to get about a handful. That's all you need to get. I mean, really, if you get the handful, you got it. I mean, you got they got Phil. It sounds like. I mean, they get you know if they get Tiger, and I don't know you know why they just wouldn't write Tiger a hundred million dollar check. Hey, we need you. You're in. I mean, just you know, it's a startup cost. I mean, I I, I think they they probably would do it. Right. And it sounds like they have the money and it sounds like Phil Mickelson's decisions coming soon as well. And just based on the power and authority that Phil and Tiger have, you would think that they would be able to convince some of these other guys to come along. Yeah. And, and the players are definitely following the fans uh, sentiment. So, they're, they're, you know, when they hear fans talk about it and they think, you know, when they, they ask the fans what they think, you know, this is this is, a, you know, something that they're weighing. But obviously the tour is is worried about this and they're fighting back and they're like, you know, when Rory had his comment and said, I'm out, you know, he got a big, he got a big call from the commissioner, Monaghan, and, you know, you know, thanks for the support or whatever, um, you know, and, and they're trying to bust it up and they're trying to, you know, come up with things to make these better players, you know, feel better but i don't know how they can feel better all the money that they raise from tv goes for all these tournaments that these guys don't play in there's too many tournaments there's too many fields that stink uh there's too many irrelevant events i mean it just it's just the 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 the, the bottom line I, I i think that if they got this thing going i think it'd be great for the game i really do i mean they're talking about having they'd have six permanent courses in the league. So there'd be six courses that they always play. And then there'd be 12 courses that would change. And they're talking about picking from the best courses in the world. Now they don't want to name what the courses are. And, you know, and, and, you know, I guess that would vary over as the years, years went by. Um, But what would happen is, is, is they would have uh, some courses in the United States. Let me think how many, what did they say? They're going to have 10 tournaments in the United States and 10 in the U S yeah. And then they'd have eight overseas. So three in Asia, three in Europe, one in um, Middle East. And then uh, where would the other one be? I don't know. Anyway, they got, they got, you know, eight of them that are going to be around the world. So, um, you know, that's oh Australia, one in Australia, one in the Middle East, three in Europe, three in Asia, and then 10 in the United States. And they start talking about picking the best courses to, you know, because that's the other thing people like is they like they like certain courses, you know, and certain courses have great tournaments. I mean, you know, there's a reason why Augusta is always a great tournament this year at, at Pebble Beach when the USJ didn't screw it up. It was a great tournament. You know, go to better golf courses and you have better tournaments. You know, it's, it's not it's not hard to, to to figure this this stuff out. They're talking about having a forty million dollar purse for that team championship thing. It's a lot of money. It's ten million dollar purses every week, no cut, no cut. And the twelve guys would be like team owners, and they got a big back end thing there. They're, they've got all kinds of contingencies of a guy 
drops out of the top 48, there's some pool that takes care of them. So they're not just like, uh, you know, without a job. But the PGA Tour is playing hardball. And they're bullies, Tim. They're big time bullies. Everybody knows that. They bully television. They bully their players. They bully even the best players, but they bully all the players. And they're, they're just bullies. That's what they are. And, they, you know, they're, they're saying you either you're with us or you're not. If you leave, you're not coming back. Well, whatever. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see if all these guys leave. Uh, and and then the tour's left with nothing, and then they, we'll see if they don't let guys come back and play a few events here or there. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. I mean, you know, they, you know, if if this happens, it's going to change the whole landscape of of worldwide golf, and something would change to get better. Let's just come on. Let's 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 be realistic here because what they got going is not. You know, it's not great for everybody. I mean, that, there's no no to it. And, and and you know what's really not great for. Tim, who's that? It's not great. For, it's not great for the fan. I mean, it's just not. I mean, how can you look and say the PJ Tour is great for the fan? I mean, the ratings have been horrible this year. The turn there's so many tournaments that have been terrible. I mean, you you've commented a bunch of times. You know, it's you know this tournament. I think the WGC was good, but it was a good field. We'll see what the ratings get. Well, I mean. Yeah, they might not be, but there's other, there's other things they can do with the telecast to make it better too. They're talking about how if you have 48 players on, on the golf course at once, everybody's at the same time. You can sh- you can literally film every single player that's on the course. Everybody, every group would have a, a camera with it. Every group would be on TV. So you can go, you can you can literally watch any player or any team. You could watch. It's gonna, you know, they think this team thing's gonna be something. People are gonna like really form allegiances to teams, which is an interesting concept. I think there's a lot of good stuff. At the very least, I hope what Rory says happens that it spawns some good changes on the uh, the, the PGA Tour. At the very least, we're gonna find out soon. Though you mentioned that uh, it's it's coming soon. Phil Mickelson said he's gonna make his decision and announce something either by Bay Hill or the Players Championship. That's soon. That's Two very weeks. soon. But I mean, he'll he'll either be part of the group and says, you know, that that you know, I'm in, and then you know, he might be the, if he thinks everybody's in, uh, then he'll he'll be one of the first guys to say he's in. And I don't think he really cares about the tour bullying him. I mean, I don't, I don't think not. I don't think I don't think Mickelson cares that if he says he's in and it turns out not working, that the commissioner is going to like you know. Be a jerk to him. I don't think Mickelson cares. He played in the Saudi International, skipped the Waste Management Phoenix Open for like the first time in 30 years. Does that mean anything? Yeah, it means he got paid $2 million to go play. Right. And when he played there in the Pro-Am, he played with the CEO, uh, Andy Gardner, of, the, of this Premier <laughs> Golf League. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh, it's happening. You think it is? I don't know. But it's fun. I've heard it's like 50%, 65%. Some people are saying 65% it happens, 50% it happens. I'm just proud that I was on this after the Sony Open. I said the PGA Tour should cut the schedule in half, and I was feeling it. I was in the mode. I was feeling it. And look at this. The Premier Golf League listens to the Hank Haney podcast and stole my ideas. <laughs> they've, had, they've been talking about this for six years. I don't think they got it from us. Well, they got it from me. So, oh, they got it from you. Oh, wow. Right. Okay, that's good. That's good. Well, they got they, they've got to get uh, they've got a lot of work to. This would be two years from now. It would start 2022. Yeah, that's when it would start. So. Perfect. 
Anyway, we'll find out more. We'll keep following the story. It's something that it definitely it's 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 in the news. There's no doubt no doubt about that. And it's it's distracted some players. A lot of people think Tiger was a little distracted at uh, Genesis. There was a lot of meetings going on. Uh, Steinberg was on his phone constantly. Uh, Tiger was was uh, you know talking to a bunch of people and. Uh, you know, at one point he was on his phone and, you know, everybody's taking note of this. They're like, what's, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. It'll be interesting to follow. All right. Uh, we'll, 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 keep, we'll keep on top of it. And uh, check out Jeff Shackelford's website if you want to learn more about this because there's a bunch of stuff on. Listen to that podcast. It was really good with uh, Andy Gardner. He seems like a nice guy too, by the way. He doesn't seem like a bully guy. Seems like a nice guy. If that guy was head of it, I think you'd, you'd, you'd have something that uh, – you know, really would be headed in the right direction from a fan standpoint. Gambling is going to be a big thing too, by the way. You know, they, they're b- banking on it on the PGA Tour. But I don't, you know, I think if you had f- the top 48 players playing, that would be really something. That would be cool. And a team concept, that would be cool too. So anyway. All right, remember the phone number, 833-426-5763, extension 801. Follow me on Twitter, at Hank Haney. Send us email questions. Minnesota Tim will get them at hankhaneygolf at outlook.com. And hit your follow button on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And our podcasts will be there every day for you. Uh, the Hank Haney Podcast. Hope everybody has a great day. We'll be back again tomorrow on the Hank Haney Podcast. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Haney Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.